Welcome back to Marvel News Desk, your best place to keep up with all the latest news, reviews, and speculation concerning Marvel films and TV shows. Uh, I'm Caleb, we got Adam, we got Rhiannon, we got the whole bunch. Uh, we had a week off, but we are back. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm tired. <laughs> yes, tired does not begin to... See, I forgot where I was going <laughs> with that. <laughs> now, this is going to be one of our really good weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which either means it's going to be dull or that we're going to get way off track that's usually what it means when we're super tired adam uh do you want to crow about your uh your great career accomplishment that you got in this week if we want i don't care i talked to the daywalker i talked to blade and it was incredible and it was everything i've ever imagined and i can tell that i'm kind of just like walking around the crib just like wondering what like what to do now like what like like you need new goals yeah i need to think of something because i've tried so many times to get in touch with that gentleman and uh pulled some strings and and he came through and uh yeah we chatted for 38 minutes it wasn't just the one-on-one so there, there were two other people involved um but still, he, he was involved. He gave us some good stuff. And uh, it was it was really good. Yeah, I have no idea what I want to do next. So, so the, big, the big takeaway I got was Wesley does not necessarily, he's not really been talked to about being in Blade, at least as far as he's uh, letting on. I don't think so. I mean, he hasn't really been in my, I, a couple things here and there. I think he was in Dolmite, right? Um, I think he was in um something else more recently but he doesn't really act too much oh coming to america too um outside of that though he doesn't he hasn't been doing much stuff um so yeah he said he hasn't been contacted by he hasn't been contacted by marvel he says he hasn't talked to kevin feige about doing blade ever so um some other cool little tidbits that's the that's the crux of it um i would be surprised if he doesn't have a, a cameo or something and yeah. just because i i don't think there's anyone else out there with more i don't want to say notoriety but more identity as being their own character you know hugh jackman maybe um i was gonna say patrick stewart but we got that as a cameo so so why not him who who else is on your list now? I mean, is this this does this kind of accomplish all the big ones that you wanted to get? People you want to get to interview? For the most part. So my list, I, I need to find it. I know. So there was uh, D'Onofrio was on it. Charlie Cox was on it. Jim Starlin was on it. Wesley Snipes was on it, and I've done those four. I think Kevin Feige maybe and James Gunn and Keanu Reeves. I think Keanu was on it. Yeah, but um, at this point, I'm not sure. You know what else to ask? The only thing I'd ask is if he considers Agents of Shield canon. That's like the one question. So, Kev, if you're listening, I just want two minutes on a Zoom call. It could be phone, actually. Um, I need you to interview Scott Buck and find out what happened in Hawaii. That might be. So, my next obsession might actually be Jeff Loeb to get the uh, yeah to get the uh like the retrospective yes. yeah 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 yep. that might be my next thing which will never happen but, uh, we'll see i talked to a former uh, marvel attorney so apparently after six five six years they can talk 
So, I mean, we're getting there already with the, with the Panini. We're already, what, two years past Marvel TV? Um, there were like three. Yeah. Uh, since Marvel TV, that was 2019. Yeah, that was fall like or winter 2019. Fall 2019. So, so we're yeah. getting there. Yeah, we're getting we're to three years. He, uh, I'm telling you, Adam, there's a book to be had here. You could I'm write trying, a man. book about it. I'm trying. It. I'm 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 trying. I'm trying. I've talked to I have a couple of ideas in the works, but uh I just want to know what happened in Hawaii. Why Marvel can't film in Hawaii anymore. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. After ABC like bought a studio to like do all sorts of stuff there and now they're like no not welcome at all. Yeah. I mean evidently that was the only like in humans you can do anything, but you can't film in Hawaii because of humans which is crazy because abc had so much goodwill from lost the sense i got was lost was like very popular with hawaii as far as them shooting there but I, that's why adam has to go find out yeah uh, maybe maybe you know what i think that might very well be my next my next white whale will you we shall see yeah yeah well talking about blade um i guess we got casting news ish mm-hmm. today uh, the direct is saying that um, one of the young actresses who's on, I think, the new Wonder Years show is going to be some main character in Blade. It, of course, is interesting because years ago with Marvel Now, there was the idea that there was going to be a comic all about Blade's daughter. And then that comic suddenly didn't get made. And I'm pretty sure we all heard like rumors years ago that it wasn't getting made because they were trying to hold off and maybe do it first in a TV show or a movie, but then nothing's happened. And now this has brought that rumor up again. Um, I don't know. Rihanna, do you have any interest in seeing Blade's teenage daughter as part of a, a new Blade series or? I mean, it seems like it would fit in the MCU right now. Yeah. They, they're, it's like every, every show has to have a little young, uh, you know, if it's not a, be that like weaving in the youth aspect um are 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 we is the direct i can't i don't know is the direct a good source like do we have reason to think this is legit i think of them much more as an aggregator than i think of them as a scooper but also though i don't feel like they do this often so i feel like they must be pretty confident if they're doing it okay all right adam can you say anything about this or no <laughs> Ooh, blade's gonna start filming soon it is it is um then they also did so the fallon gray was supposed to get her own comic series at one point and then they just totally scrubbed that character and then they free comic book day this year i can't remember what the avengers one or something there was a short story in there introducing a character called bloodline who is also apparently, I think her name's Brielle, um, is is Blade's daughter now. So I would not be surprised to see that. You know, there's been rumblings that Blade might at least partially be a, kind of like an old English period piece in a sense. Oh. Um, so I don't know how that would tie in with his daughter. Um but I'm not sure if it'll bounce back and forth or that's just for certain sets or sequences or what, or if that's even real or fake or, or what, but. Um, I mean, it would make sense mm-hmm. if they tried to combine black Knight stuff, right? Like show the lineage of the mm-hmm. black Knight 
along with the history of Blade. Mm-hmm. That would be mm-hmm. kind of cool, I think. Yeah, and I don't know what to make of that now because <laughs> I wonder if like Kit got tired of sitting around because now he news broke today. Not only are they working on a Game of Thrones sequel, but apparently it's all Kit's idea and he's helping write it with uh, George R. R. Martin. So did he just like get tired of waiting around for Marvel to do something? Because I mean, if they pick up a Game of Thrones series, it's going to be hard as hell to get Kit Harrington for, for much of Marvel stuff. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like Marvel is moving so slow right now that like even if they have a Kit Harrington series then development, right. it might start filming in two years, which would give him time to do plenty of Game of Thrones stuff. Yeah. And to me, it's not even that they're moving slow. It's just, there's so much stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like they've got such a, you know, clogged lineup to try to get through. So I certainly do feel like the more characters we get, people that are like, sometimes online, I see people very specific about, I want the new Avengers lineup and I want it to be separate from the champions lineup. I don't think that's going to happen. I think Miss Marvel and America and Ironheart and kate bishop and maybe blade's daughter it would not surprise me if they just mash up everybody teenaged into one sort of teenage avengers kind of thing you know sure yeah that makes zero sense um to do all that but since we talked last we did get sort of confirmation of thunderbolts no so we talked about thunderbolts two weeks ago oh did we okay never mind just kidding well, but what we've got since then was the Wonder Man show, which to me came out oh. of left field because Wonder Man had been talked about so many times and had been they felt like maybe Guardians of the Galaxy was like teasing it and with Nathan Fillion and all that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden, boom, we're getting a Wonder Man show, I guess. So I, I yeah, I have no idea what that like. I have no idea about that. I mean, like I, I heard the news, but. Yeah. I have no feelings on it. Other than I've heard the rumor for a long time. Caleb, evidently you're the only one that hadn't heard that rumor. So Yeah, I honestly I mean, thought we'd already talked about it. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, I when mean, that, like the announcement came through, I'm like, I, I thought this was announced. But yeah, I thought it was apparently not. Oh. I remember a lot more talk about it four or five years ago, and then I felt like it kind of stalled out. So I'm, and also, apparently, Nathan Fillion also talked himself out of the role. Should he ever come back? Because now he is Team Joss Whedon. <laughs> why would I don't understand why he did that? That's so dumb on his part. Just I shut up. Know. Like, just say I nothing. Don't. You don't have to drag your friend. Yeah. We know you like Joss. That's I don't know if it's fine, but we we're aware of it. Just don't talk about it. I don't understand why he's so dumb to do that it's bizarre and it's so it's interesting because it was on the michael rosenbaum podcast so it's like i don't know like michael's not really uh his plate's not full with work you know he's martin x in the mcu but what else does he do he kind of hung him out to dry a little bit but yeah nathan what are you doing man yeah shut your mouth just just don't say anything yeah I think the premise of Wonder Man has always had some promise, right? Like, mm-hmm. hey, what would it be like if, if somebody was a famous actor and a superhero? And I think it sets itself up probably to be a comedy premise, I would think. Um, 
I mean, all that stuff. He's also super connected to Wanda and Vision. And so, like, would they want to somehow connect it to WandaVision, Agatha Harkness? I don't know, maybe. But to me, it's uh, it could be anything. I think it could be more serious. I think it could be in the WandaVision track. I think it could just be a straight-up comedy. I, 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 it's, yeah, I don't know what's coming. Uh, one of the reports did say it, it, it might, it may be a Hollywood satire. Um, it is super interesting that with the, the last two shows that they reported on this and Daredevil, they um, both announced that or revealed that as their respect two other shows were ramping up for either production or pre-production because Agatha is getting really close. Um, I mean, maybe this fall it'll, it'll start filming. So I wonder if he will pop up in that first and Daredevil, you know, of course that, that was announced what a month after I started filming. And remind me, Adam Ironheart is shooting now or about to? And... Uh, later this summer, I think. Loki's shooting now. Loki season two is shooting now. What else? That's it right now, right? Or Echo. Echo. Echo, Loki season two. Next thing's probably Blade. Has Guardians wrapped? Yeah, Guardians is done. It's crazy. They have. So Black Panther, Marvels, Guardians 3, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania are all in the can. So is Secret Invasion. And then Secret Invasion and the Marvels are doing reshoots in August. And Man of the Wasp, probably sometime after that, right? And then, uh, so yeah, Blade's going to be next, then what? Then Ironheart, and then probably Agatha after that. Yeah, I don't know when Armor Wars fits into all this stuff, too, because... There's some interesting stuff going around that. So we'll see. I don't know. The pessimist in me wonders if it's actually going to be a show. But we shall see. It would be pretty rare. I mean, other than Inhumans, what's ever been announced? By I mean, it, it will. Marvel. It'll come out. I mean, it, it'll be released. It'll be something that's just bizarre. It's taking them so long. I don't think they know quite where what direction they want to take it. Yeah. Uh, the other news that hit this week, sort of, is Feige made very loud noises to pretty prominent um, publications that in the next couple of months, they're going to talk a little more about phase four and where it's headed i think he used the phrase even near the end of it fa- that we're getting to the end of phase four and there's been hints but they're going to share a little bit more about what the next saga is going to be which is very interesting to me i mean we've talked on the show of are they done with the whole phase saga system and i felt like these comments pretty firmly entrenched them that like no they want to give us a sense of where they're going i think it's very interesting that this almost feels like a response to the trades publishing some weird articles about, Oh, it doesn't seem like Marvel has a direction. And then Feige a month later is like, no, we're going to tell you exactly what our direction is. Um, I was just curious if you guys had any thoughts about those comments or just the idea of how much we need or don't need to have a sense of where this all is headed. I'm just really excited for Feige get up here to get up on a stage and like, give a live audience real news again yeah like that disney plus presentation i mean one all of his presentations are blah he doesn't have that pizzazz that Loeb had 
Yeah. He doesn't, you know, you can tell there were no chants or anything involved. But no no blatant racism, but yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but um but I do look forward to Marvel making a big announcement and 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 him laying it out. I mean, do people really think they didn't have a plan? Do they really think that he's just like winging it, like throwing spaghetti at a wall and seeing what sticks? I mean, it does feel like a bit of just going in every direction. Like maybe we have a multiverse forming and stuff. We'll see. Yeah, I could be wrong. I feel like Doctor Strange, when they talked about incursions and then they gave the post credit of you cause an incursion, you have to come fix it as the setup for Doctor Strange 3. I find it hard to believe that is all accidental, like multiverses and the divergent timelines and then the TVA and then the multiversal war. And now incursions. It just, I know it's like a very obvious thing to say at this point, I cannot see how some sort of secret wars universe is clashing. Plus the Fox deal to me, that all seems like a pretty obvious place it would go, but. Man, I want how does but see that's the thing if they do secret wars as their second saga why what's what's there to like go towards what are they going to do after that because it's there's no comic storyline that's bigger you know like what other comic storylines are going to be more grandiose what's gonna i i don't know i don't know i would say i've i'm kind of on the avengers versus x-men train right now and encourage it it just blows my mind that they would do all this stuff for the multiverse not even really dive into it entirely and then do secret wars just to to bring everything in i get how they want to do that so the the continuity's tight once again and they can bring back whoever they want to bring back and explain it away with the multiverse but now they're in the mcu but why can't you just leave leave it open you know I am curious how personal careers play into it as far as like, like I just looked it up. I think there was talk that what Feige has plans through 2035 or something like that was what the article said. He's going to be 62 years old in 2035. At some point, does Feige say like, Hey, I'm planning out the rest of my run here. And then I'm going to get to a point where I'm going to retire. And at that point, that's someone else's problem to figure out. Like, not that he's, he would be selfish that way, but mm-hmm. it's also been his baby. I think he has every right to like, not have to worry about what he's leaving in the cupboard for the next guy. You know, the, there's a part I tweeted about this a while ago. There's a part of my brain that honestly, earnestly believes DC films could land him. They've been cutting prices and, you know, they've been doing shoestring budgets across the board and, Mr. Discovery Plus says, you know, he really wants to to invest in DC. And I mean, what else can Kevin do? He wants to make Fantastic Four, um, but he no longer has his super, super hands. I think Doctor Strange 2 was the first film he didn't directly oversee. And, you know, the hierarchy that is there, the Marvel Studios Parliament's there. Once he makes a Fantastic Four movie, um, he's already made X-Men movies. He's made more money at the box office than any producer possible. Why wouldn't he want to go 
make a Batman and Superman movie? Why wouldn't he want to go make the highest grossing Batman movie of all time? And why wouldn't he want to go make the highest grossing Superman movie of all time? He's making a Star Cause, Wars movie. Because why would he want to start over? Like, I don't know. Maybe he's tired and he doesn't want to do. Oh. Yeah. Star Wars is what I was going to say, though, as far as how much does he care about it? You know, like, is are we are we safe to say he'll stay with Disney until he gets to do whatever he wants to with that Star Wars movie, you know? so i don't know we'll see i mean as like you know as a creative and he's a film junkie you know it's hard to believe he wouldn't want to to do that and that's the thing there they have um i mean marvel studios is a machine i mean i hate to say it, but they don't really need him anymore you know they have the system they have the look they have all of this down um it's built and he built it so why wouldn't he He's already going down in history as the, the the man who built Hollywood's largest franchise ever that will never be touched. Um, why? I mean, it would be a complete power move to to go actually build the DC extended universe. Yeah. Well, the other interesting question is: Does he have any desires at Disney? You know, I mean, do, there's questions about Bob Chapek and how long Chapek's sticking around. Like, could there be a world in which CEO of Disney is something that Feige would be interested in? Or is he a creative type that wants to just make movies and isn't interested in, like, running theme parks and merchandising and all that crap? I don't know. That's, and, you know, that is the other thing. Ike probably isn't around too much. Isn't Ike, like, 80, 90 years old or something? Yeah, but he might be a vampire who lived forever. That's the, that's the other thing. I was going to say he looks kind of leathery a little bit. He looks like he he might be a vampire. He certainly has probably drank human blood before. We'll, we'll say that. But, uh, yeah, I don't... Uh, allegedly. Do don't do? sue us, Ike. I can see oh, Ike oh, trying to sue our podcast. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Could he actually just run Marvel? Does he have interest in that? It seems like probably not. I mean, I mean what already- would they chief creative officer right yeah yeah which i don't i don't get how that works exactly i'm sure it's just has something to do with corporations and their what do you call it their um compliance measures or whatever just to get them a bigger salary or something but uh because as chief creative officer of marvel i would guess he partially has to report the ike again um but yeah i don't know we'll that's the thing nothing's nothing on earth is infinite there is going to be someday the marvel cinematic universe without him yeah so uh when's that going to come he there reports he's already talked to dc i mean he was disgruntled uh at the time oh way back Uh, before the perlmutter stuff got sorted which wasn't too long ago that was 2015 2016 around there all right. Well, we'll see. We'll see what direction it goes. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I, I feel like it helps them from a marketing perspective. The build to Endgame and Infinity War, I think, helped other movies. Like when I look back at Captain Marvel being a billion dollar movie, and I'm not trying to drag that movie like a lot of people do. Still, it's it's impressive how much money Captain Marvel made, and I just think that the anticipation of building to Endgame was a huge deal and it lifted that movie and i think they might see a 10 percent box office pickup as soon as people 
get a sense, oh, this is drawing me closer to whatever the big thing is, you know, that's coming. So all right, you guys want to talk about Miss Marvel? Episodes sure. two and three. Rhiannon, do you have thoughts about what's happened since we talked last? Um I I it, it's very so like episode two. I didn't have thoughts at all. In fact, I was a little like so one. I know at least Adam and I are not the target audience for Miss Marvel. Like it definitely feels like they are aiming this for that that uh are there, is there one between Zoomers and Millennials or uh I mean yeah, you're talking about Gen Z. Gen Z is what Gen Z. Yeah yeah they're they need to come up with a better name for themselves but they'll get to that um so anyways you know like they're 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 aiming for those younger generations you know this is this is a turner and and i just like when i watch it i'm like okay like it's not it's not gonna be a daredevil like like even if marvel could pull that off it's not gonna be that type of uh, not even intelligence but like adult so like episode two really kind of dragged for me a little bit like i feel like we're very much getting to know this universe and i very much like it i still love Amon. i love kamala khan like she's amazing so like i didn't have very strong feelings after episode two yesterday's episode you know again we're just like i'm really enjoying it as a teen drama and as getting to know her and seeing her do her power, you know, do her powers. We, we started this, just don't edit out the part of the beginning of this podcast where we're feeling very dumb today. But um, she's figuring out her powers and everything. I, I feel like this is a very interesting TV show about this person and this ethnic group that doesn't usually get a whole lot of attention and i feel like i am learning a ton um just sort of about like muslim life in jersey city like but it's not hitting anything special for me right now um but but i do feel like it's going somewhere so i guess that's a long rambly sort of getting at how i feel about miss marvel right now yeah adam this was the first episode you hadn't seen ahead right Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Uh, I have no idea where the hell it's going to go. It it confirmed all of the rumblings we had heard beforehand, um, which surprisingly just shocked the hell out of me because I didn't think they would make the changes they did, but they did. And uh, yeah, there's, they're going mystical, maybe cosmic with Kree, maybe in humans, maybe, I don't know. I have no idea where the hell it's going. And uh it's super super interesting it almost seems like it'll be a bridge between the marvels and and shang chi or something like that the 10 rings are involved yeah it's just it's crazy it's it's crazy i uh the it's weird that this damage control is i mean they've always kind of been shield type but now they're like hydra shield and it's giving weird vibes well, I think they're trying to be more like sort of cradle from the champion stuff, you know, like I, 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 that's, that's the feel that I get out of it. But I certainly think 
It's interesting because on the back of Feige saying that they've dropped hints and they are building towards something cohesive, the fact that, I don't know, Shang-Chi has these rings and they're the Ten Rings and it's the history of the Ten Rings. And then we have these bangles that were in a place that was branded with Ten Rings stuff. And it looks like a Cree arm that they pulled the, the, the band off. I, I'm just suspicious the all of this stuff, interdimensional travel, the gin, the ten rings, um, the 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 bangles, the inhumans, like I'm just suspicious that Feige actually has a plan on how to remix a lot of these elements in a new way. I'm also suspicious the negative zone is gonna have something to do with it, and it actually might launch us towards Fantastic Four. And I think that when it all comes together, we're gonna go, oh that's a really clever reimagining of these things in the comics. And um, I'm still not convinced that everything they've done is a total replacement of Inhumans more origins as much as a remixing of them. So seeing for me, that's what like, there's so many options of what's going on. Like as soon as they announced the gen, I was like, Oh, I need to go look this up. Don't I? I need to like figure this out. This is about to get really complicated. Um, yeah. Yeah, but the bangle coming off a Cree arm, that got me. I mean, I assume it's Cree, it's blue. It's it's either that or the Navi. You know, maybe it's an avatar, you know, crossover, but and it's safe to assume Wenwu's like the earthly version of the collector, right? Why wouldn't Wenwu have a Cree in his collection or something of that nature? Well, and it begs, I think we don't know yet exactly what these other dimensions are. Like we talked about potential like iron fist connections in Shang-Chi, but the whole time we're doing the multiverse thing, we also have these (laughs) other dimensions now that are, that are opening up. And I just think that I think at some point we're going to see a single reality and they're going to say, Oh, different people have interpreted it different ways. Like the gin aren't really the gin. They're, actually Cree warriors from the negative zone or something, you know, like, I just think that there's going to be some way I have seen a person or two suggest that they need to do something different because uh, the gin are looked down upon in certain like Muslim cultures, such that making Miss Marvel one would be very counterproductive to making her representative of an Islamic character. So I could see where they're going to do something to fix that problem as well. Rhiannon, here's what I wanted to ask you. And we talked a lot about how these shows feel like six part movies instead of TV shows. I feel like, and maybe it's just me, Miss Marvel is written like a TV show much more than any of these others are. Like each episode has its own plot, its own theme. It opens, it closes. You know, it has maybe a little cliffhanger to like lead you on to the next one. But it's the first time I felt like these things are written like a TV show instead of written like something else. Absolutely. Um, And I even, so, I I mean, I've been super busy this week. And last night when I was finally watching this episode, I was like, wow, okay, this feels like a good hour long drama that has a lot in it that's going on and maybe they can do TV. Maybe. I think you can even argue that some of the other shows had like a main character and side characters kind of just came in and out, but they didn't have their own stories. Whereas in this show, Kamala has her own story. Nakia has her own story. You know, the brother and his wedding is its own storyline. Bruno has his, like, 
these are all characters that have their own storylines that interlock and connect, but they're all treated with enough reverence to say like Nakia's story is her own. And there's scenes that aren't even about her. Like even the scene of the dad and the son having the pre-wedding talk last night, it's sort of like a, uh, a reverse Bechdel test or whatever that is, you know, where they talk about do two female characters talk to each other and not about the male character more generically like this show has characters that talk to each other and not just about kamala like these people all have lives and they have storylines of their own which i think adds a depth to it that i very much enjoy what i don't need is another teenage love triangle the thing with bruno oh and cameron but 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 that that went in a different direction so i mean we'll see where that goes I was like, does it have to have a love triangle? Do we have to go there? Well, and the, the, there is a lot of like, they've been doing a lot of foreshadowing that I even don't catch. Like the fact that episode two started with bad, bad boys. You make me feel so good. And then introduced us to Cameron. It was like uh... the next day. And I was like, Oh, duh. <laughs> uh, I didn't. Uh, yeah. Oh, this one had the Bon Jovi. Yes. Bon Jovi song in New Jersey. Like I said, I think New Jersey has contracts for this stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, having to do having to do a fight to Bon Jovi. That was and a band called Brown Jovi is just about Brown the Jovi. Thing. Yeah. That and Illuminantes really just made me chuckle real hard. I think that's my biggest takeaway is there's just I don't know. You guys know my temperament. There's just so much joy and fun. Like the wedding scene, just people actually enjoying and sharing life. And there's not, there's no cynicism to it. There's no irony. There's no like sarcasm. It's just good people being kind to one another and exploring and enjoying life. I don't know. I, I just, I like that so much. I enjoy something that can just be you know joyful and that's i think that's what really has me excited about the show but yeah i uh, i but on the flip side of that you're getting to really see kamala's turmoil her inner turmoil how all of this is a risk of ruining her relationship with her family or with her community i don't know though there was the little moment with uh where she was outside on the stoop and is it what is the religious leader what's their title oh um i would have to make sure i look that up and make sure i get it right okay Uh, imam is what i want to say but okay um but when he came out and he was sort of giving her advice of how this masked girl could be good or do good you know that you don't that you aren't good you do good and i was getting like father lantern vibes i was getting like the you know yep like like that kind of neat relationship and stuff there too but um that that's the side of it that i'm enjoying and i i am a sucker for the religious leader who has enough perception to see what nobody else can see. Like that character makes me so happy. And you can tell (laughs) 
he knows exactly what's going on with her. He knows exactly who she is. And he just plays it cool, plays it, you know, smooth, doesn't feel the need to make too much of it. And I, I just, I thought it was really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Adam, let's talk a little bit about bigger MCU. I mean, are you expecting this to at some point connect? Like, are you expecting Carol or is the trust a bro fan in the credits just that? Or do you think we can see Kate? Like, do you have any ideas on this? Uh, no, I, there's, you know, there's that speculation that IMDb listing or whatever. I would be, I'm assuming maybe Carol does show up and Carol's the one who gives her her name because she stresses out about it all season and Carol does her oh hi peter parker thing but does something like oh hi miss marvel or something like that yeah but uh i don't yeah we'll we'll see apparently we're gonna get red dagger soon um so there's that but yeah i don't know how this is going to attach with with um with everything else is if that was a Cree, you know was the Cree scroll war thing um you know Will that involve Secret Invasion? Is this tying into Secret Invasion before the Marvels? Where's, you know, is Monica going to be the one that shows up? Um, I don't know. I, I do I love know. that maybe for the first time, we're not all getting excited about the cameo. You know, like WandaVision was like, is Mephisto going to appear? Yeah. And then it's like, who is the power broker? And then is Kang the Conqueror going to show up in Loki? And is Kingpin going to show up in Hawkeye? And for once to have a show where people are like, oh, I just want to see where it goes. Uh, no, nobody has to show up. I'm not going to like go crazy about Ralph Boner. You know, like the people just seem to be a little chiller and not have as many expectations of where this has to go or else they're going to be enraged, you know? True. True. I will always for the rest of my life, remember waking up, rolling over, checking the time on my phone, opening Twitter and seeing the very first tweet being someone taking a picture of their TV of the Kingpin phone on the phone. And I'm like, this is how I find out Kingpin is in Hawkeye. <laughs> or this is how I, how should I say that? This is how I saw that moment where Kingpin was revealed right. to be an artist. This is how you saw the thing you knew it was coming, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that has nothing to do with Miss Marvel, but no, no, no. It's 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 good. I mean, I think I think it's fair to say this is the most traditional origin story too that we've gotten since I don't know Doctor Strange or something like maybe Captain Marvel. It's it's been a while since because even you know like Moon Knight sort of did it in a backwards way. This has been pretty straightforward. Hey, here's a person. Here's how they get powers. Here's all of her friends. This is how she learns how to use her powers. Like, I, I think that is interesting that they're doing that again after so long of not doing it. You know, it's going to be crazy that there's not there's not going to episode five is not going to be a flashback episode. So I don't know what the hell they're going to do. Unless it's a flashback to what grandma and great grandma were doing in Karachi, you know, back in the day. There you go. Maybe but we do is. know they filmed in, do they film it? I want to say Bangladesh. Is that right? No, uh, Thailand. Thailand. Okay. okay. Yeah. And so, um, which I, we assumed was a stand in for Pakistan. And I assume that's where we're headed next. Probably we would think. Yeah. I'm really wondering where, 
where the suit comes from. Like mm-hmm. how she, I guess Bruno, he made the mask. So, so I wonder if she finds it in Pakistan, Pakistan. Oh. I wonder if she finds it there. Cause there's that theory that the symbol, I'm not sure if we talked about it. The symbol is also a, resembles Kamala or at least a K in the language or something of that nature. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. And that it's um, almost like her own her own like yeah. initial or whatever right so i wonder if she finds it and pairs it with the mask yeah but, uh, I don't know. did you uh notice uh i always forget her name is it sana amat amanat mm-hmm. she was at the wedding yep yeah she was one of the wedding guests i thought that was pretty yeah. cool so just all the marvel marvel digital media media team man i think that's what she's still with or she's with something and then agent m Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm still hoping G Willow Wilson shows up. I don't feel like we've seen her yet, right? I don't think so. So, but she was on the plaque. Are they going to double dip and and do both the plaque and an in person cameo? Maybe because um, I forget it's Kamala's grandma is her name is Sana. Like, all oh, right, yeah, gave yeah. her the same first name, True. so that's yeah. kind of a double dip. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. It's anyway, I know, you know, ratings, I think, have been a little bit less um, than some of the other shows. People feel like it doesn't have the same buzz. I'm perfectly content and ecstatic. So uh, that's, that's fine with me. <laughs> um, more shameless self promotion. Did you know, speaking of going, you mentioned that they filmed in Thailand to not, you know, make it look like Pakistan or whatever. Did you know they filmed? zero Cairo plates for moon night uh, yeah i watched the assemble it's it, unbelievable it, it, it's insane it's absolutely insane and if you want to hear more about how they made that comicbook.com has an interview with the visual effects people that built it yeah but it's insane zero plates like why and a lot I of those like in budapest right it was budapest and then like the uh giza plateau or whatever was just completely digital zero plates or anything like that yeah they did an awesome job the the way we've talked about this before but the way that the pyramid stuff and a modern mm-hmm. city with like bodegas like the way that that is right juxtaposed next to each other and that they showed that in the fight scenes i loved so much mm-hmm. that show uh i watched a tiktok where someone was going inside one of the pyramids and apparently you there's like huge spans you have to like walk through it like almost like a 90 degree angle and I'm yeah, like, I'm never doing this in my life. Oh, and if you're claustrophobic, no, ugh, yeah, absolutely. Worst. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I, I don't know if I've ever actually gone in. I, I've I've toured them and walked around them. I'm not sure if I ever went in though. It was not my cup of tea. I wasn't real excited about it. So I'd be all in. Sure. Send me pictures, I, please. Because I do cave scuba diving. So, oh no like, way! I can't believe you yeah. just said that. That sent shivers down my no, <laughs> no. That's my two worst fears: open now. water and claustrophobia. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I, I can hardly do car washes. You throw that underwater in caves? No way! No way! No way! Yeah, that's what. Every time I go to Mexico, I go scuba diving in caves. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> big caves they're very big 
Well, it always comes up like the true crime beat. And some reason I always get on true crime TikTok and they always talk about the guy who went, what do you call it? Splunking, spurlunking. What's the where you go through yeah, cages? Spelunking. Spelunking. And then he got trapped upside down and they couldn't get it out. The only way they could get him out was to like break his legs. But then if they broke his legs, there was no guarantee he'd come out. So he just died there and then they sealed up the cave. Ugh. Like, no. No, don't do that. Don't go in caves, people. Like, why? Why are you guys going in caves? Have you ever read... Nothing uh, good has ever happened in a cave. What good has happened in a cave? Have you ever read Lock and Key, Adam? I have. Yeah, they have all those... They've got that mm-hmm. cave that floods with the tide and... Ugh. Yep, they sure do. And I got sweaty palms. You guys should feel my palms. They're so... <laughs> wow. So sweaty. I'm so anxious right now. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to trigger you so badly. Here is a spiral. You guys want to see a spiral? Let's go. <laughs> you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> no, right. that's doesn't bother me too bad. But yeah, don't don't go in caves, people, please. <laughs> All right, I think we're gonna wrap there. Um, I'm out of town next week. I'm going to camp, as we've discussed before. So I'm guessing it'll be two weeks before we pot again. Unless you guys want to do it while I'm gone, that won't bother me. But um nonetheless i think the two of you talking about miss marvel probably would not be your favorite thing yeah we couldn't talk about miss marvel without you that would feel wrong Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so anyways probably be two weeks till the next pod and we'll we'll talk some miss marvel and then uh oh actually i said two weeks yeah or two that'll be thor week yeah Mm -hmm. thor and thunder week (gasps) i got tickets it's crazy they're uh having the premiere tonight I know. I think I'm. I think I'm gonna hang up on Twitter tonight. You want the embargo breaks in exactly two hours, eleven fifty. Well, midnight fifty year guys time. But. So I'm gonna be gone at camp for like seven of the days between now and Thor anyway. And so I'm just thinking I'll just take a little two week break and be be good. I'm excited. We got tickets to the first showing Thursday night, right in the yeah. middle on IMAX. I have figured out how to secure tickets faster than the rest of the schlubs. The app for our local theater works. The website does not. So as long as you get that app first thing, you can get in there pretty good. So so what I need to learn to do is to remember when tickets go on sale. <laughs> Sorry, we could have helped. <laughs> like I knew like the day before I was like, okay, tickets go on sale tomorrow and checked with my friends. You know, how many do we want? We're going to go to this theater. And then like two hours after they were on sale, I was like, oh, crap. Yeah, but I was able to get an IMAX ticket. I'm just not center center. I'm a little off to the left. Yeah, but good showing, which is probably not good for Thor sales. The fact that a Midtown Manhattan IMAX showing wasn't sold out two hours later. But anyways, I have tickets. I will go see it at a not Alamo theater. And if listeners missed it or you guys missed it, there was another trailer today that it was so kind of a third stuff. full trailer. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I didn't watch it. I, I did. I, I'm, I'm kind of glad I did. There's a few little things in there. I like the humor in this one better than the other two. So that was good. But it was like a full 90 second deal. It wasn't like a TV spot. So hmm. that's a weird world where you don't drop any trailers until six weeks before it comes out. And then you drop three and like whatever. It's been a month. That's bizarre marketing but it's the world we live in now with marvel so yeah i mean i'm gonna go i already have my tickets so they don't need to trailer me 
Yeah. I'll just go and see everything there. So. Cool. You guys want to know all the spoilers? I'll tell you all the spoilers right now. I'm, I'm, good. I'm good. Is it Mephisto? Mm-hmm. <gasps> That's not a no. Mm-hmm. It's Doctor Doom. <laughs> Adam's just casually dropping Doctor Doom every week, and oh, then man. eventually it'll be right. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody's going to be so mad. There was that thing. I mean, I won't spoil it for you, Rhiannon, but Adam, there were those two things, the really big ones. Oh, yeah. Are, are you talking about the um, the two large the thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which was like, oh, that's interesting. So the goats. The goats. <laughs> there are some good goat goat jokes in this one, Rhiannon. I, 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 yeah. I, that's not too spoilery. The goats I've been convinced on after just this trailer. So. Okay, that explains the goats that I'm seeing in the premiere pictures on the Twitter feed. <laughs> they have goats at the premiere. I, I mean, there's they have a goat in the line with all the costumes. Like they have all the costumes on display and a goat. Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be fun. All right, next time you talk right. to us, listeners, you'll probably be hear us talk about Thor: Love and Thunder. So have a good couple weeks. We'll see you guys later. Bye.